Hello everyone and welcome back to Movement Uncut. Sally here and I'm joined by my very special guest, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey is a coach here at Movement and I'm not going to get too much into her story but because she is going to reveal it all <laughs> and I'm so excited to hear from her and We have had some amazing feedback about our first few episodes and we just want to say the biggest thank you so much to all of you for all of your love and support. And if you wanted to continue to support this um, podcast, be sure to share to your stories, share to your friends, tag us, um, give us a review, follow, subscribe, all of the things. We would appreciate that so deeply. So Kelsey welcome hello hi how are you today good i'm good good. yeah had a few clients got my coffee yeah we have our coffee what coffee do you take i have always almond flat white with an equal if it's hot if it's cold almond latte ice latte with an equal or sometimes if i feel like treating myself i'll have vanilla sugar syrup oh fancy (laughs) so all all of your clients need to take note Mm, that that is what kelsey likes to drink so if you have her in the morning you know exactly (laughs) what to bring her especially because a lot of the time it's really early yeah literally did you start at 5 30 this morning no i started at 6 30 okay so that's okay yeah got up at 5 30 yeah what's the earliest you've started before 4 30 4 30 no, 5.30. No, 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 sorry. I was about to say, <laughs> do you sleep? I've, I've always had, I've actually been pretty good with that. I've always had a boundary of no earlier than 5.30 mm. because, you know, I have to obviously get up an hour before that to get dressed, to get ready to come, right? Um, I definitely have had people ask me for 4.30 or 5. Really? Yeah. Wow. But I, I've, I'm actually very proud that I've stuck to that. I'm like, no, 5.30 is the earliest I'll do. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like has to work for both parties. Of course. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And normally they respect that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So before we really dive into, I think, current coaching, Kelsey, Mm -hmm. let's dive into your the beginning of your fitness journey. And I guess what brought you into movement and not movement, the gym, but movement as in (laughs) moving your body um, and fitness. Um, so I actually find it quite hard to think of like a pivotal thing or, you know, something that I guess got me into it. Um, I actually remember like when you just asked that question, I actually remember when I was 17 or maybe even 16, um, and I worked at Priceline, I remember all the girls, there were going to the gym and they asked me, do you go to the gym? And I was like, no way. Like I don't go to the gym. And when I was younger, I was never sporty. Mm. I mean, I did play like netball a little bit, but only for school. Like I did dancing a little bit, but I was never like, I like running or I want to play soccer or anything like that. I was never sporty. Um, But I think it was just like a part of growing up, people around me were going to the gym and I kind of thought, you know, I guess this is a way for me to keep healthy. Mm. Um, So I started just going, but I was just doing like anything and everything like just you know going on the treadmill um i'd get to the gym i'd see heaps of guys in the weights room and i wouldn't even bother and i didn't know what i was doing either so i was always doing like cardio and stuff like that um but i think when i really actually got into fitness um was when i started coaching with you in 2019 um and that's kind of where it all unfolded and i all learned all of you know what i know now um But yeah, I think it was just kind of like the environment that I was in when I was growing up throughout my teen years that kind of got me into it. 
Mm. Yeah. What was the pivotal moment like that that brought you in to see me? Like what was going on in your life in that moment that you were like, okay, I need support? Yeah. So what brought me to you was I actually went on a holiday to Bali with 10 of my friends. So as you can imagine, it was a pretty wild holiday. Um, lots of drinking, lots of food, you know, it was a great time. Like don't regret that at all. Like it was the best. Um, but when I got home, I, you know, I was working out pretty consistently beforehand, um, probably not properly, but I was like moving my body. Um, but then when I got home, I just really, really struggled to get back into my routine and I wasn't feeling good at all. I had a lot going on mentally as well because prior, like a, a few months prior to the trip, I had recently broken up with someone. So I was going through that mentally as well. Um, and just really struggling to be honest all over. Um, and you know, I thought because, um, at the time for the listeners, Sally was doing, she mentioned it in the last episode, but she was doing the 12 week mind and body intensive. So I think that's kind of what drew me in. And also because I kind of did already know you, like mm-hmm. I had met you before. Um, but I felt like it was a good way for me to one, get back into my fitness routine, but two, for me to work on myself because mm-hmm. I was really struggling in all areas. Um, so yeah, I guess getting back from that holiday was a pivotal moment. Um, but I think my mental state from the breakup was probably the main thing. What was like the intention of you signing up to the program? I was hoping to, in a way, like just feel good about myself. When you're that age, I'm sure people listening can relate, but when you're that age and you're in a relationship. How old were you? Sorry. I was 16, 17, almost 18, like throughout that time. Um, but I I think when you're in a relationship at that age, it's kind of like all about them and you really rely on your happiness to come from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think from joining with you and going through that process, I really wanted to learn how I could make myself happy, uh, but also feel good in my body. Um, at that time, it wasn't even really about weight loss for me. It was just really about me actually feeling better um, all over, like mentally and physically. Like I just wanted to feel better. And I at that point... I guess I was just willing to do whatever it took Mm. to feel better because I just felt so shite. Yes, (laughs) yes. At that age when you came to see me, you were 19? Yeah, I was 19. Yeah, wow. It feels like a lifetime ago, honestly. Yeah, I was 19. Yeah, And Um, the Bali trip was literally the month before I came to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Just so listeners can have some context of like, you may be feeling like in a similar position, but also if you're a similar age, things to maybe expect. And even if you are older and you're experiencing something very similar, like it it happens to honestly all of us. And we have that awakening of like, wow, I think need to change. Yeah. I need to do something about this. And that's where my mind was at. Yeah. Yeah. And was there anything that was potentially like blocking you? I think... Originally, like I remember when we had our consult and we were going through like everything and all the forms and like, you know, what we were going to be doing. Um, And I think, you know, initially because I had never, I was young, I had never, you know, paid for something before Mm. weekly. I think initially, yeah, the money was a little bit of a block. However, I feel like, you know, once you start doing something, it just kind of starts to become your new normal. Mm. Like you get used to, you know, paying that amount a week. Um, And then obviously the benefits from it exceeds the amount that you pay anyway. Um, but also I think I remember as well when we were doing our consult and you were explaining to me how to track my food and stuff like that. Cause obviously I'd never done that before. I was a bit like, fuck, I don't know if I can deal with that. Like that's so much effort. But like I just said, like it just becomes your new normal. And I'm so glad I did it because I learned so much doing that. Yeah. 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 And it becomes nearly like invaluable, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and it's so cool that I've been like 
don't want to start crying, but (laughs) (laughs) I've been there in Kelsey's journey since that beginning, like every step of the way. And it's like, imagine if you weren't willing to part with $60 a week, you just wouldn't be where you are today. Like it's fucking wild. And how does that make you feel? Can't say that enough. Yeah, I know. It makes, it almost makes me emotional too, because um, you know, like obviously us being coaches, like naturally we have the energy, like the nurturing energy where we just want to help everyone. And yeah, we like, I just, I wish we could like get our point across and I hopefully we can with this podcast about how invaluable stuff like this really is. Mm. So from that point of when you started with me and those goals and intentions that you had, did they come to fruition? Yeah, I reckon they did. Like, like anything, you have to be patient, Mm. especially when it's like something that like a healing journey. I think you have to be really patient. Um, But looking back in hindsight, like absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like, not straight away. It definitely wasn't a quick fix. And, you know, I want to make that really known to the listeners too. Like, it's not a quick fix when it's something like that that's affecting you mentally and physically. Um, but, yeah, 100% it did. Like, I, I found – obviously, like, I'm a coach now. Like, I feel like I really found my purpose. Um, and, obviously, you know, when you find your purpose, you're obviously a lot happier. Mm. So, yeah, 100%. Which is so cool. And we, when you say your purpose in coaching mm-hmm. – what other, because I know, but I love the listeners to know, like, how many other jobs have you had along the way? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, I've had a lot of jobs. So, I have always been the type of person, even when I was younger, I never really was like, this is what I want to do, and that's just it. Whereas my twin sister, for example, she's always wanted to be a childcare educator, and that's what she is, and that's just that. Like, there's no other things that she's thought of. Whereas with me, I just never really knew um so when I left school I was working at Priceside in school two afternoons a week when I left school I went full-time um I then became the supervisor there and then you know just got a little bit bitchy um so then I left and then I started doing makeup and eyebrows which I really did love because I was into that at the time now I literally could not give a crap (laughs) and it's crazy how like your interests as you go up change um, so I was doing that. I also actually, um, before I got my job at Price, I was just doing salon assisting on the weekends for cash in hand ages ago, like when I was 15. Um, and then from the eyebrows and makeup, I was like, mm, not really for me. So then I went to a clothing store, which was universal store in Wollongong. I actually absolutely loved that. It was so high vibe. The music, mm-hmm. like, oh, it was so good. Like just people coming in, I want a festival outfit. And I'm like, yes, like that was actually really fun and a really good, like, um, I guess learning curve in my life because it was casual. So I wasn't, you know, making that great of money, but I had a really great work-life balance. And I think for that point in my life, it was great. Like for that season of my life, it was really good. Um, And then from there, I went into a full-time admin role at a daycare center doing their enrollments. So I did a business admin traineeship for a year, and then I stayed on for another year and a half as their enrollments administrator. And then I started studying coaching, and then I went full-time at the admin job, part-time, sorry, which was so scary. Do you remember Uh, that? Yes, guys. Oh, my God. Literally, it was one of the hardest things. Yeah, and like I wasn't even resigning, but I just felt... Like, I guess I was, you know, a little bit in my people-pleasing energy. Like, I just did not know how to ask for that. And I didn't know if they were going to give it to me. And then I was like, I don't know if this coaching is 100% going to work out if I go full-time straight away, X, Y, Z. So, yeah, but I ended up doing that part-time and coaching part-time. So, I was working Monday to Saturday 
um, doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the office and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday PT um, with some morning classes before work as well. Um, and then the office job was just getting too much in terms of like, I guess the responsibility and the workload, like, especially for me, like mentally having to like potentially go to classes before or after work, like it was just getting too much. Um, so then I left that and now I just work casually at a pharmacy as well as doing coaching, um, which I found, which I find at the moment has been like quite good for me because I can interact with like the general community. Um, we've got like elderly regulars that come in and it's just like, so wholesome and you know it's such like an easy job for me to able to be to make more money on the side while I still build up my coaching business and for me at the at this point in time like it really provides me with that safety that I feel like I need um and yeah I feel no shame in that like I don't I don't feel like I need to go full-time coaching yet hopefully one day I will and I do see that happening but for now I'm just chilling but yeah I've had as you can tell a lot of different jobs in yeah. different areas and I think that's fine absolutely yeah. and, I, and I just want to the reason I got you to say that is mm. is for people listening it's okay to change mm. it's okay and that's I commend you so like highly like the courage it takes to say I actually am not feeling this I'm going to move it's like yeah. we are also privileged in this day and age right and it's like why don't we utilize that yeah, it's exactly. like we actually do have the privilege to find another job mm. you know so if you are listening it's okay if you're unhappy you can change yeah you can exactly. keep following your passions you don't have to have it worked out and i know that's something we even talked about mm. when you were a bit younger like oh my god i need to have this all out it's like baby you got so much time yeah literally so much time and i think you realize that the more that you get older mm. and i think the older and the wiser that you get the more that you won't allow yourself to stay in something that's not giving you happiness because like let's be honest we spend most of our lives at work or doing some kind of work so it needs to be something that you enjoy Mm. like it's just there's not like it needs to be something that you enjoy like it's a necessity yeah oh yeah that's really powerful yeah and something else I you touched on and I also want to touch on for any business owners or side hustle owners or whatever someone Mm. that wants to do something extra that piece that you said about having no shame about working a casual job I absolutely love that Mm. and I think that that is so powerful and something that's not really spoken about enough in the business world coaching industry yeah yeah yeah, that it's okay to Mm. have that safety and and have that casual job and if that's what you want to do and how you want to balance things it's fucking amazing so honestly like kudos to you it's really cool that's okay that's all right so like let's rewind the clock a little bit before you stepped into coaching so Mm. you're studying what was going through your mind when you were studying what was what was the plan at that point so when I was studying um I had obviously already spoken to Sal so I had done um like two PT blocks and then gone into squad which was our semi-private um group coaching that we used to have um, so I had already spoken to Sal, Sal and I already had a good relationship. So I'd already spoken to her about, you know, doing coaching under her brand, um, if I was to study. So when I was studying, obviously that was my plan. Um, and then my plan was to go part-time at my job, which I did end up doing and do PT, um, part-time, which that all did happen. And it was really, really great. Um, when I was studying though, I really struggled. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just not really a studier. Um, I do, however, think though, that the PT course that I did was a fast tracked course. So instead of 12 months, it was six months. So it was all very, very crammed and I was still working full time. So 
you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I there, that there wasn't moments where I wanted to quit because I definitely did. Yeah. Like I used to send Sal videos of me crying <laughs> on Snapchat because I just couldn't deal with the load of work that I had to do. Like I used to stay up till 1am and finish assignments like and go to work the next day. And I was still training five days a week at 4.30. Like it was hectic. It was hectic. But you know what? I think that time in my life really taught me balance because I like struggled for so long. I think once I stepped into part-time at both jobs and then, you know, cut my training back to four days a week and then now it's three days a week, I think it really taught me that it's okay to structure your lifestyle the way that you need it rather than just being hustle, hustle, hustle because it burnt me out and I hated it. Mm, Yes, (laughs) yes. And I think as well, like, that's a prime example of seasons. You know, we always talk Mm. about seasons of our lives with our clients a lot of. Um, It it just, that's a prime example of that season. And you need to be, like, if you have a goal that's as big, you know, you have six months to complete your PT cert, it's like, you actually need to be laser focused. Exactly. Like, yeah. And you just have to be like, you know what, this is my life right now. And And I just have to get through it. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what I did. Yeah, and you did it so well. And I forgot to mention as well, guys, it's so funny. The minute Kelsey walked into her oh, first yeah. PT <laughs> session, like, and I'm not kidding, hand on heart, the minute she walked in, I said to myself, this girl's got it. She's going to be a coach. There's Tr- nothing There's nothing quite like being a part of something and like watching it grow. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like watching a flower grow. Like mm. it's so beautiful. It's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like absolutely. I've been there from the very, very start. And even just like the friends that I've made, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah. you can't, you can't beat it. No, exactly. And I think that when we talk about long-term vision, I think that's something you've always had that, yeah, that definitely. ability to look long-term and it's paying off in dividends. Mm. Like you have deep relationships, you have deep friendships, you have amazing like progress in the gym. You have a job that's going to go like so far. And that's mm. because of that trust in like, oh, actually... I'm here for the long haul. Yeah. Instead of jumping around from coach to coach to program to program to this, to this, to this, to this, you know? So to me as well, like doing that, like, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But doing Mm. that for me, it feels too overwhelming. Mm. Like I would prefer to be loyal to someone, especially if I get along with them and, you know, I'm enjoying myself. I would prefer to stick with them and support them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that. It's that settled energy. Yeah. I'm going to settle here. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. And, you know, guys, if you're listening, if you don't feel settled in your coach's energy or in what they have to offer or in their brand or their business, like, yes, go have a look and shop somewhere else. But yeah, definitely. There's nothing more magical than feeling supported, like feeling settled in your coach's world. Yeah. And that's why you've had clients since the beginning. Yeah. To now. Yeah fucking cool yeah you know same here we've had your example but clients from the beginning and mm-hmm. they're still here and that's that real yeah. settled supported energy which is magical so yeah, so nice you did your course mm-hmm. graduated mm-hmm. thank god yeah. six months <laughs> fuck what a what a journey yeah and then what from there did you open your book straight away what happened so what i actually did um was a little bit before i was due to finish my pt cert Um, I started like um, collecting people's emails on my Instagram story and kind of I kind of essentially told everyone what was going on and to keep an eye out because my books were opening very soon. Um, So I think I opened my books the week after I finished um, and I already had I think around 20 people's emails at that time. So cool. Um, And I reached out to all of them. I didn't hear back from half of them, but half of them I actually ended up signing on. So when I first started, I had 10 clients 
which was crazy. I never expected that ever. And majority of them were people that I didn't know. Like, obviously, you know, you get your friends and stuff like that. And that was great. Like coaching your friends is so fun, but you know, there's something a little bit different about having someone new reach out to you and being able to create a new relationship. Um, but yeah, so I started with 10 clients um, and then I kind of just cruised for a little bit, you know, trying to find my feet with everything, juggling the two jobs, like doing programs, etc. And then um, from there, I started taking some squad classes. So squad classes is what Sally used to run semi-private um, at the gym we worked at at the time. Um, and I started taking some of those as well. So that was really fun. Yeah. I loved that. Like yeah. I loved it. I love taking classes. The energy is just another yeah. level. Yes. Like obviously I love my one-on-one clients so much, um, but classes are just so great. So then I moved into that and then, yeah, now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> just like fast forward. It's just like, boom. And we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And what do you think is the lesson in when you went from having no clients, putting it out there? And then having 10 clients like that, Mm -hmm. what was the lesson there? The lesson learned for me in a business perspective was that I feel like being upfront with, you know, my audience and the people that were following me prior to doing the thing, I think that was very good because it helped me create hype and therefore I already had people interested rather than just going, hey, I'm qualified my books are open and then having weeks without no clients mm. because I never, you know, discussed it with anyone. Um, so I think that was a big lesson there um, for like, you know, that I'll use forever if I'm going to like launch something or if I have a intake coming up or PT spots coming up or something like that. Um, I think personally, I, it, it was almost like I underestimated myself in a way because I was really shocked to have that many clients straight away Um, So I think in a way, the lesson there was to not underestimate myself Mm. and like really sit in what I have to offer. So we're here now. Why coaching? I think when I did coaching with you, obviously with Sally, um, I obviously, you know, like we've touched on in, in the episode, it was like a full, like I did the mind and body intensive and that's pretty much exactly what I got. Um, I was feeling better, not only my mindset, but physically, which is exactly what I wanted at the time. And I think for me, I, you know, would come and see you every week. And then I would, you know, I started like developing other routines and habits, you know, behind the scenes, like walking and reading and journaling and meditating and all of that stuff. And I kind of thought, you know what? I feel so fucking good. I could do this. Like I could do this for someone else. And I think there was a period, maybe like a few months where I was like, oh I don't know oh maybe I'll study nah maybe I'll study nah and then I just there was just I don't actually know what like made me actually take the leap but I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it and another thing that actually um I think you know I guess made that decision for me in a way was I was always a person and I still am that all of my friends or people close to me in my life went for advice to and I just you know, obviously in PT sessions, like I like to have fun as well as do coaching. I like to chat, you know, I'm a big chatter and I just found that I was always doing that. Mm. And I was like, you know, I could actually impact someone's life as well as create a business for myself. So yeah, I think that's kind of how it started. Yeah. That's so cool. And let's go like into some ups and downs, like in this journey and in this coaching experience, We've spoke to some of them already. Um, Is there anything else that's been like an amazing celebratory moment? Any other ups that have kind of happened? 
I think one would be I coached a client, Ruby, online for 18 weeks. Um, I had never met her. She had amazing results. And then we actually went to a retreat together and I met her for the first time. And that was just like one of the best moments. And I don't know if you'd really count that as an up, but I just needed Mm. to mention it because that was like really, really great for me. Um, because we, it's just, it just goes to show how much of a connection you can make with someone just online because we were like so connected. Like it was honestly insane. Like Sal made us do, cause it was Sally's retreat for anyone listening, but Sal made us do like this workshop where we had to tell the other person, like how we felt about them. And, you know, Ruby was telling me and she was saying, you know, how I changed her life and she was crying and everyone was crying. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like one of the best moments. Um, and I think, yeah, for those listening, like don't discard online coaching because you think that it won't, you know, hold you accountable enough or, you know, whatever it may be, because Ruby and I's connection and relationship and even the results she got were incredible um, physically and mentally, um, not just physically. Um, I just like just like throw that out of the park because it's yeah online coaching is just something that is so amazing and i would love to do more of it like Mm -hmm. i would 100 percent love to to do more of it um another up would be i guess you know having some clients with me that have been with me from the start and also having some clients that i have one client at the moment shaylee who she was with me at the start for about a year she went away for a little bit that was her off season, you know, she was doing her thing and then now she's come back. Mm. And I find that that something about that is so beautiful about me not, you know, I'm not like, oh, she's gone. Like I'm not letting her come back. Like it's not about that. I just, it's just such a beautiful thing to be able to allow someone to go away and know that that's okay. But then they come back and it's just, and yeah, like she's been so great and it's been so good. Um, And even, yeah, just, I think, I've just got a lot of loyalty around me with my clients um, and I couldn't really ask for anything more. That's so beautiful. It speaks like that just speaks volumes to the person that you are and the coach that you are. So it's really cool. And I think what you said about Shaylee there, like that is so powerful and that is not spoken about enough. No, it's not. Everyone has their own processes, guys. Just because you leave a coach doesn't mean you can't go back to them. And I think, and you would have heard this whole PT industry in the first podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But a lot of the time, egos get in the way. And a lot of coaches do, you know, oh, if you're gone, you're gone and you can't come back. But like, it's okay. Go back. It's fine. If you have a break, if you try other coaches and you're like, oh, actually, I want to go back to my original coach, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's a, we're not going to be hurt. It's not weird. Just like, it's okay to come back. And yeah. we just want to say that. It's not weird yeah. at all. I also think another up from coaching as well. And I mean, I'm sure this goes hand in hand, like with my retail jobs that I've had and stuff. But I really like come out of my shell. Like, I used to like not want to call up and order food or not want to, do you know those like little things the way you're young and you're like, I just can't do that and stuff. Whereas now I like literally don't care. Yeah. I like meet new people all the time and I'm like, hey. Yeah. Whereas before I'd be like a bit like anxious, I guess, mm. or like a bit reserved. Whereas now I'm just like, hey. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. So What's cool. your life story? Tell me. Yeah. Like, I'm just so much more like relaxed. Mm. Also, just rewinding back to Ruby, mm-hmm. what's also been awesome to watch is her then go on to now become a coach herself, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. really, really cool. So yeah, that is another up to actually. Yeah, it just goes to show. And I know there's other people, other clients of yours, and even in the movement, 
business. Yeah. There's actually quite a few clients who have gone on to do PT certs mm-hmm. um, to become a PT or want to or whatever um, because, yeah, the impact they've had from either yourself or our team has been that profound that they're like, I want to now impact people at this level. Yeah, in the with, same way. Yeah, in the yeah, same way. Yeah, exactly. And Ruby, it's very similar to, you know, what I said about you. Like, I ultimately became a coach because of, you know, the way that you made me feel and the things mm-hmm. that I got out of that. And she, Ruby said the same thing to me. Yeah. So that was really, really beautiful. And even um, Shaylee, which is odd because we were just talking about her, she put up a story the other day because um, she might be looking into doing it too. And she was saying about how, um, you know, she hopes to impact people in the way that I have for the years that she's been with me. Mm. Even And she even wrote, I quote, something like, even up until this very day, and this is only the other day, and that was so beautiful to read. Mm, and it's yeah. so, like, nothing can describe the feeling that you get when someone says that about you. Yeah, so powerful. Yeah. And throughout the journey as well, have there been any down moments that you want to open up and share? Um, oh, down moments. I mean, you know, there's, I guess there's always down moments, like, especially if we're talking, like, fitness like down weeks where you just like don't want to do anything and stuff like that i think for me one really hard time especially in my training was one when i had covid i don't want to bring that up because look we're all over it all right but i really really struggled to get back into my training when after i had covid um also when i came off birth control because my hormones were all fucked up i really really struggled to like have any energy to want to train and then because I wasn't training my mental health was shit mm. do you know what I'm saying like I just felt so not me because I'm because I've been training for so long now when I don't train I just don't feel like myself um so I think those are really down moments for me and also even just like um not having work in general when COVID was a thing like because we had to close down pretty much the business like we were doing a few online classes here and there but um, that was a really hard time for, I'm sure, all PTs and so many other businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just hope that that never happens again. Yeah, touch wood. <laughs> um, touch wood. <laughs> I don't know if that's wood, but anyway. Yeah, sure. um, but yeah, other than that, like, I feel like, like I said, like, you know, there's been some weeks where, you know, something in your personal life might happen and you feel down and stuff like that. But in terms of the business, I've always tried to have like the long-term vision and just tell myself that, you know, everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. and everything has been okay. And I think that's something really important to take away. Like when people come to me or my clients say, you know, like this is happening and like I'm really stressed and stuff like that, I always say to them, you've, you, you got this far. Mm. Like it always, always works out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's crazy you give that advice when that's probably the advice you needed to hear the most. A hundred percent. I remember you would tell me that all the time. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it's this flow on effect. Yeah, exactly. I think as well, like as a PT, it could be so easy from the outside looking in like, oh my God, it's the best job. And you just get to like drink coffee and like, like hang around. And it's like, yes. Oh yes. Yes. But also there's that duality. And I think even me at the start, I feel like I wouldn't say that I got a reality check, but I think from the, yeah, like seriously, probably actually from the outside looking in exactly like you said, it's like, oh, like you have middle of the day off, like this is so cool. And you know, it is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's a great job. It's so fun. We chat, we drink coffee, we laugh, you know, it's great. But you know, what you might see a coach post on social media, like they've got the middle of the day off and they're like having a nap or whatever, right? 
what you don't see is the hours and hours of laptop work, the hours and hours of programming. Like we just might not choose to share that as much as we do everything else. Mm. And yeah, I think it's just, it, it's everyone thinks it's easy and it's definitely not like it's definitely great yeah but it's definitely not easy there's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes um and yeah it's just like any job there's pros and cons exactly yeah. and then that's a thing um obviously for both of us the pros outweigh the cons but 100 percent. yeah it's interesting to see and if you are a pt or wanting to be it's like we've got to treat it like a business and i think getting kelsey and she's done a lot of the back end stuff like she's really been in the business like i've yeah. given her passwords to yeah. everything basically <laughs> yeah she knows it all so it's like it is a business at the end of the day yeah it is yeah, yeah. so and I think sometimes people struggle to realize that or um, don't treat it like that in terms of like people coming in, yes. like clients and stuff like that. I think sometimes, you know, it might be like, for example, oh, I can't come this week. Can I have a refund or, you know, whatever it is. And that's fine. Like, obviously, we have policies and procedures in place with our contract. Um, but I think you know for example if someone's payment doesn't go through they still want to come to their session but it's like if you were going to get your hair done or if you were going to get your nails done you wouldn't get it done and then leave without paying and i feel like pts don't get the same respect respect. yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely and yeah yeah it's just one of those things yeah it's i think you know the beginning of when pts when when it became such a thing and really popular i think it was really chill and really casual because people like nearly in that just transfer me yeah Yeah. just like whatever like oh my god i'll take anyone like come on come Mm. in my door like blah 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 but it's got to a point where i think a lot of people are actually treating p like their pt gig as a business and businesses have policies procedures contracts boundaries like I don't know, you'd go to your accountant. You wouldn't just be like, oh, hey, bro, like, Soz, you wouldn't message him, hey, bro, Soz can't come today. Oh, Soz running half an hour late. Like, whatevs. Mm, Can I have a refund? Like, you just wouldn't do those things. So I think, yeah, it's just for us, I think balancing that fine line. Yeah, 100%. Of like, friendship mode, business mode, CEO mode, here's a boundary. I don't hate you. This is not about no, you. No, exactly. But I've got to set a boundary because it's my business. Yeah, at the end of the day, like it's our income. Like, you know, you, for example, if you have like a, I'm going to do in quotations, regular job. And by that, I mean like a nine to five yeah. or something like that. Um, you know, if you got paid late by your employee, employer, sorry, you would be a little bit frustrated, right? Because you probably have bills and stuff like that. And, you know, no, our clients aren't our employers However, they are our income. So, you know, if it's late or if it doesn't go through or something like that, like that's our income at the end of the day. That's what we use to pay our bills. That's what we use to fill up our car with petrol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good insight and it'd be interesting to see what people listening like take away from it. Yeah. Because I feel like, like you said, it's not spoken about enough, like this kind of perspective. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, let us know what you think about yeah. that or if you have any takeaways yeah and you as a coach who are you as a coach i know we've briefly touched on this but who are you what do you stand for what do you want people to know that kind of vibe yeah i think me as a coach i think definitely in the beginning i was very just like whatever whoever mm. you know let's just get the ball rolling type of thing yeah um but i guess as i've you know grown over the years um it'll almost be three years in february i feel like i am more 
um, what's the word? Conscious of who I, you know, take on as a client um, because I want them to, I want to vibe with them. Mm. Like I want to, you know, have the session where we can chat and we can, you know, do all of the things and you can take on constructive criticism, but you can also have a laugh. Like I want someone that can match my energy, puts in the work, but can also have fun. I find that me as a coach with where I'm at right now, I really enjoy working with women that are um, like like younger women. So like maybe 19 to 30 or something like that, 19 to 28, whatever it might be. Um, because I just feel like I can relate to them a lot more. And yeah, I just love like the conversations that we have. And yeah, so I think me as a coach at the moment, like I am just, yeah, a lot more conscious of who I let into my world because I'm trying to be a little bit more protective of my energy. Mm. And, you know, I'm sure you've had, you know, there's certain clients that sometimes you just don't vibe with or, um, you know, they don't respect you and your business. Um, so yeah. And I guess in looking into the future, um, I would love, I would absolutely love to go a little bit more into the online world and be a little bit more of an online coach. Um, because I did have such a good experience with Ruby and I do have two online clients at the moment. Um, I just, I don't know, there's something about it that Mm. I just really like. And I just, yeah, I think it's just incredible the relationship that you can create online. Um, But also like with my study and stuff, like I did mention in the first episode, um, I definitely want to move into providing more coaching for mums and pre-postnatal. So that'll be really exciting. Um, But just trying to work through that study and not put any pressure on it because I want to, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And I want to be able to provide like the most value value as possible. Um, so yeah, at the moment, I'm honestly, I'm really happy. I'm just chilling. Um, I've only got one PT spot left until like April or May. Um, and the clients that I have at the moment are amazing. I love that so much. And I think at like you talked about conversation. It's like, what conversations are you having? Like, what do you talk about? Yeah, so honestly... With my clients, I've got, you know, some that are a little bit younger than others. And I feel like with the younger ones, I literally said this to them the other day. And some of you might laugh, but you know, on Mean Girls where the mum's like, oh, you girls keep me young. That's literally what they're like for me. So for me, it's like with them, they're all so committed, which I love. They're so committed, but they also like they come in and, you know, they talk about their nights out. They talk about boys. And I love like being in that energy with them because it just like makes me feel young again like I am still young like let's be honest but it just yeah there's just something about that and just being able to see how fucking strong they are first of all like physically they're wild yeah how strong they are and how committed they are at such a young age like I just feel really inspired when I'm around them so I think yeah that's that's really really good yeah so with those girls that's the kind of conversation so it's more like you know and and i feel like they come up to me as like they come to me as like big sister advice in a way so i feel like it's like you know it's like boys and then it's like you know work even um obviously fitness nutrition lifestyle like all of the things cycles and stuff now that they know that i'm studying um and i absolutely love it and then everyone else it's kind of the same Um, A lot of, um, I feel like I give a lot of relationship advice, Mm. which I actually really like. I actually really like doing that um, because, you know, I know how hurtful and alone it can feel when you're going through something like in matters of the heart. So I really like, it's just 
a lot of conversations about, you know, hyping them up, but also giving them the truth that they might need to hear Mm. that can hopefully change the way that they feel. Mm. Yes. Love that. So So a lot of big sister advice. Yeah. And it's, funny it's more than training a hundred percent it's a hundred percent more than training yeah like Like, i don't think if you ask every single one of my clients what do you talk about with kelsey in your sessions or what do you enjoy talking to kelsey about it's probably not training like i talk to a lot of them about training obviously on their check-in days and you know i might you know they might send me a video and i talk to them about it then and then you know they come into their session and they're like hey i want to go over this and i'm like cool let's do it we go over it blah 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 then as we get into our session we start just going completely off the rails but i think that's why i have such loyal clients and why you know, they feel excited about coming in because yes, it is about the commitment. Yes, it's about the strength. Yes, it's about the work, but it's also about the comfortability and the like relationship. Yeah. And the relationship with your coach, I think I'm sure everyone listening can relate if you have a coach, but it goes a hundred percent deeper than just your training. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. There's a quote that's like, you can only go to the depths with someone else. Um, as much as you go to the depth with With yourself yourself. or something along those lines. So it's like we have those clients and we have a community that are willing to go deep. And I know some people aren't, but we we get them there. Um, But then we can meet each other on a deeper level. Exactly. And I think that's what's really been why we've had such longevity with our clientele. Mm -hmm. And just like really listen to this, guys, is because we go deeper Mm -hmm. than training. We go deeper than nutrition. We talk about mind. We talk about life. It's depth. Yeah. And depth is what's going to help you stay in the game long term. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't think there's one of my clients that I would not consider a friend. Mm. Like actually on like a deep level, like a friend. Like I would actually go get coffee with you. I'd actually go for a walk with you. I would actually hang out with you. Mm. Because so I, special. yeah, I have great relationships with every single one of them. Yeah. Every single one. It's so good. So deep. It's the best. So beautiful. And before we wrap up, what's your plan as a coach? Do you have any plans in the next year, two years, future? Um, I think for this year, I'm just going to focus on completing my course. So my pre-postnatal course, um, cycles, hormone course. And just see where that takes me. I don't have a complete like plan as to what, you know, I kind of want to do with that yet. Um, I really just want to focus on finishing it because my schedule is so hectic at the moment with the two jobs and obviously trying to maintain a social life and um, all of the other things. I want to just finish it. And then once I finish it, I'll decide which avenue I'm going to take with that. And then in the meantime, just continue to build relationships and excel my current clients because they're all already doing so well. Mm. Um, but I cannot wait to see how far they can go. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Really epic and really yeah. exciting. And we are working on a really, really fucking cool um, online yeah. program. Exciting. Something's coming. So stay Ooh. tuned um, for that if you know you aren't from Unandera, Wollongong, yeah. Dapto, Dapto. <laughs> whatever else is close yeah. to Unandera Studio. Um, yeah. And 
that's something you want and that deep connection mm-hmm. um, and that support. So, yeah, stay tuned. Well, thank you so much, Kels, for joining. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And, um, yeah, let's do this. Bring on the year. Can't wait to see what unfolds. Oh, me too. Hope you enjoy, guys. Yes, if you did, remember, like, share, subscribe, all of the things. Share to your story. <laughs> give us a five-star review. Anything would be so, so helpful to us to get our word out to the world. Um, thank you so much. And we'll see you all very soon. Bye. Bye, guys.